It is time for the Jason E. Jones Podcast, wherever you are, whenever you are, whoever you are. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Before we get started, I'd like to say thank you to Chris Allen. He is a contributor. He's part of the podcast, and I really appreciate all the content that he brings to the table. And just want to tell him I appreciate him, and it's great to have him part of this entire deal. Also, I'd like to thank our sponsors, CKP and Associates, financial services company. You don't want to have to get up and get dressed. Well, you got to get dressed, but you don't want to have to dress up. You don't want to have to worry about gas. Give Chris Bivens a call looking for veterans especially, but overall good people to work from home. 423-584-9454. 423-584-9454. Also, Jeff Jones Auto sells Victory Nissan Dixon, Tennessee. One of the good guys in the car business. Looking for a vehicle? If he can't find it for you, I just don't think it's out there. 931-337-4405. Jeff Jones Auto sells Dixon, Tennessee, Victory Nissan. All right. So let's talk about what's going on, what you're probably thinking about if you're listening to my show. On this date of December 12th, well, today's the 13th, but on the date of December 12th, my birthday, Mike Leach passed away after suffering serious medical issues, apparently a heart attack. At first it was reported it was a brain aneurysm. All we know is he is now no longer with us. I want to talk about what he left on overall with his legacy is. His legacy is speaking his mind. His legacy is not shooting from the hip, but shooting from the foot. Uh, He was just a different kind of guy. And much like myself, you have a different kind of personality. You're much more memorable instead of somebody that just stands in the line like everybody else. Hey, if that's your life and that's how you want to live it, that's fine. But I admire him for being a uh, different kind of cat, if you will. He was born March 9, 1961 in Susanville, California. Again, he died December 12, 2022 at age 61 in Jackson, Mississippi. His alma mater is BYU, Pepperdine, and the United States Sports Academy. He played, actually played high school football, and it looks like he won a couple of state championships in football, but he played rugby from 79 to 83. As far as coaching, uh, 1987 at Cal Poly's an offensive lineman coach. 1988 College of the Desert. I looked that up. Uh, I've never heard of that place. 1989 the Pori Bears. Now that was a fin- Finnish football league. So the country of Finland had a league for American football, and he was the coach. And the good thing about it was, though, even though it was a different kind of league, it's still football. He learned how to overall, uh, you're a manager of the football team. You're the one that makes all the, you're the one that has the checks and the balances. You're the one that makes everything go. So that was a great opportunity for him. 89, 91, Iowa Wesling. He was Wesleyan. 
He was offensive coordinator, offensive line coach. 92-93, he was at Valdosta State where he met Hal Mummy, which would later become the head coach at Kentucky, where he would go. But he was there from 92-93. And, okay, he's an offensive coordinator, wide receiver coach, and quarterback coach. And 94-96, he was the offensive coordinator and the offensive line coach. 97-98, he was at Kentucky. He was at Kentucky with Hal Mummy, offense coordinator, quarterback coach. Tim Couch would be a name that comes to mind right there. 99, he was at Oklahoma. He was the offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach. Goes to Texas Tech in 2000. And that's when everybody really found out who Mike Leach was with his sound bites, his quirky personality, the way he just looked at things and very differently than most. Now, during that time, kind of looking at things here, he uh, he ended up in 2008 as the Big 12 South Division. Um, he won the Big 12 South Division in 2008 while he was, while he was at Texas Tech. He was also the Big 12 Coach of the Year in 2008. Now, during his time at Texas Tech, his best year was 2008, 11-2, 7-1 overall, and they lost in the Cotton. They would end up being rated number 12 in both polls, AP in the college poll, coaches poll, excuse me, and that was the highest ranking they'd ever received while he was there. He ended up with an 84-43. That is impressive for Texas Tech. 84-43 record, 47-33. And they've got a really, really passionate fan base out there. I remember when they beat Texas. I want to say that was 2008. I may be wrong, but it was such a big deal. They beat Texas, and I've lived out in that area in the uh, – Odessa Midland area and those people really take obviously their football very passionately so I believe it's Jones Stadium where Texas Tech plays and I should know that right but he ended up with a 47 and 33 record in the Big 12 not too shabby at all there was a little bit of controversy Craig James' son was Craig James was the uh Legend at SMU with the Pony Express. You've seen it on ESPN and different things like that. I think I'll do uh, an episode on that one day. But he was a running back, and he played for SMU. Then he goes to the Patriots and had a good career. Uh, Most people, though, knew him for his broadcasting skills. He was a commentator on ESPN, did a great job. Well, his son was involved in a concussion, and I don't know the complete story, so I'll just say this is what was what was ale- allegedly he was put his son was put into a dark closet after concussions. Now, to a lot of people that aren't aware, when you do receive a concussion, they say to put you in a quiet, dark place. That way the light doesn't irritate what's going on up in, in the old brain there. So he le- he leaves um, and then ends up in 2012 at Washington State during his time there. 
what's funny is 10 years after his best year at Texas Tech, 10 years later, he goes 11-2 in Washington State, 7-2 in conference. They tied for first for the first time in who knows how long. Ended up 10th in the country in both polls. So that was the best. I want to say that was, yes, that was the best that he ever finished was with Washington State, believe it or not. Ended up with 55-47 record overall. 36-36, and 36, folks. If you understood how tough it is, and if you do, you know how tough it is to win it at Washington State. I'm trying to think of the old, what do they call it, the, the Palouse. <laughs> but, what I mean, did a great job. Okay, you know I'm a Tennessee fan. Obviously, most people listen to this are Tennessee fans to a degree. I want everybody to listen, but a lot of Tennessee fans listen. He almost became the Tennessee head coach in 2018. John Curry at the time was the athletic director. There was a lot of tension going on. That Tennessee has had so many issues internally that have caused the issues on the court and the field. Get a little bit of water there. 2018, he almost became the Tennessee coach. In fact, he was going to be the Tennessee coach, and John Curry gets fired. They bring in Jeremy Pruitt. We all know, (laughs) have you had your break today about McDonald's and all that crap? What a horrible decision that was. But, you know, hindsight's 2020, right? So he ends up at back at Washington State, goes six and seven, three and six, and it's what's interesting too is every year he was at Texas Tech they went to a bowl. And the entire time from 2012 to 2019, they went to a bowl every year but two. So I think he's a good coach. Now, how he would have done at Tennessee, it's it would have been the biggest opportunity for him as far as overall alumni fan base we've got. Whether you like us or not, you have to you don't have to do anything but acknowledge and understand that we have one of the largest fan bases in the country. But it'd been interesting to see how he did, but obviously it didn't work out, and we're very happy with Josh Heupel. 2020. He goes four and seven, three and seven overall at Mississippi State. 2021, seven and six, four and four. And then this past year they went eight and four and four and four. He beats Ole Miss this year. It was a it was a good year for Mississippi State. Going five hundred, beating Ole Miss, going eight and four overall. He went nineteen and seventeen overall and eleven and fifteen in that SEC West. I think that's a pretty good job. But he will be known and remembered for his quirky personality, the way he just went about different subjects and, and different topics and things like that. So that that will that will be his legacy. And there'll be a little controversy with what happened with the James kid, but overall I think uh, I think most people really enjoyed him being around and you see a lot of people coming out and talking about how how great 
you know, how great he was and how much they miss him and all that. And with that being said, this is a sports podcast right now. This is a sports episode, but we cover all kinds of different things. If you're listening to this right now, always remember that we're not guaranteed tomorrow. This guy was... He had a net worth of $8 million. One day, he's on the sidelines preparing for a bowl game, living the life, living a great life, enjoying. He's in his early 60s. You would think you have years to go in your life. Well, next thing you know, he suffers. It looks like a major medical issue. I heard again, at first it was reported there was an aneurysm in his brain, but now they're saying massive heart attack. I don't know, but he's no longer with us. So with that being said, don't ever take a day for granted. I understand in this amazing country that we live in, we, we just think that everything, we're always looking forward, we're always thinking about what could happen, it's great, and this and that, for the most part. But don't ever take a day for granted if you can. Try to appreciate every day and try to appreciate the people that you truly care about and, and really cherish the moments that you have with them. Thanks everybody listening. Thanks again to Chris Allen. Thanks again to our sponsors and thoughts and prayers go out to Mike Leach and his family. Have a great day, morning, noon, night. Have a great day and go USA. Bye-bye.